Shift workers, by the very nature of shift work, can really struggle to get vitamin D. Actually, we all do, whether you're a shift worker or not. In today's podcast, I will discuss just how severe the impact vitamin D deficiency has on us and why it is so important. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to today's episode of the show. The importance of vitamin D and its impact on our health. Now, those that have followed me for a while will know that this will be, without doubt, one of my absolute favourite topics ever. From my walk and talks where I discuss vitamin D almost daily to now. So let's get this one done because it's so important. It's vital to us and it has so many impacts that it's such an important one to cover. So firstly, what I want to explain is the difference between water-soluble vitamins and fat-soluble vitamins. Now, water-soluble vitamins are your vitamins B and C. Now, why are they called water-soluble? They cannot be stored in the body. And vitamins B and C only stay in our body for 8 to 14 hours after we ingest them. And then the excess is just excreted in your urine. Now, have you noticed that when you take a multivitamin or you start taking vitamins, that your urine goes a bright yellow or a fluorescent colour? That is actually the vitamin B2 being excreted. But that doesn't mean, oh, I don't need this multivitamin or I don't need to take these supplements because my pee has gone bright yellow. The reason that that is, is because of the vitamin B2. But we still need to take that Because all of the other uh, micronutrients, as well as vitamins, we're still getting those as well. So in the wintertime, rushing off to take massive doses of vitamin C to just urinate them out within 8 to 14 hours really is just a waste of time, all right? Especially when you can get the vitamin C that you need from around about half a cup of capsicum or bell pepper to my American friends. Now... The other vitamins that we get are what are known as fat-soluble vitamins. And these are vitamins A, D, E, and vitamin K. And why are they called fat-soluble? Well, they're called fat-soluble because we store them in our adipose cells, which is our fat tissue. We don't need to take them daily because our body is actually storing them. And we consume them with fat to increase their actual absorption. And because we store them, taking them in excess can, in fact, cause toxicity. Now, I'm going to do another podcast on all the vitamins and the minerals, but today I'm just going to speak solely about vitamin D purely because of its importance. Now, shift workers suffer severe fatigue and a compromised immune system, which is mainly due to operating outside of our circadian rhythm. Shift workers actually more and more people in general now are suffering from anxiety and stress. And the cause may not be what you think. 
So many shift workers are vitamin D deficient and fatigue, muscle weaknesses, aches in the joints and osteoporosis, which are weak bones, anxiety and stress can all be symptoms of a vitamin D deficiency. Now, vitamin D assists with calcium absorption. So being deficient in vitamin D means little calcium, so we get poor bone strength. Okay, so that's what it does. But how do we test our levels? How do we know what our vitamin D level is? Well, the only way you can do that is to go and see your doctor and ask to get a blood test done. Now, doctors today don't test for vitamin D unless you actually ask for it. That's here in Australia. So what you have to do is you have to request for your doctor to actually test you for vitamin D because it's just accepted now that even here in Australia, we are predominantly vitamin D deficient. What do you mean in Australia, Rog? But we get so much sun. That is correct. We do. But the biggest problem that we have here in Australia is that we've had such a slip-slop-slap campaign where we have to put on hats and sunscreen and cover up that we've become a vitamin D deficient community. And this is a problem for us because the sun does not synthesize vitamin D through sunblock or through, obviously, our hats and our long sleeve clothing. And this leaves us vitamin D deficient. Now, it's estimated that more than 50% of the population are vitamin D deficient. And we are also vitamin D deficient because we really struggle to get vitamin D from food. And I'll give you some examples. If you compare vitamin D supplementation to others, with vitamin C, the recommended nutrition intake is 40 milligrams a day. Now, to get that, all you need is 45 grams of broccoli, one small green pepper, or a small orange, and that way you've got your sufficient vitamin C. Vitamin B6, you don't need much. 200 to 230 grams of chicken breast will provide you with all the vitamin B6 you need. But to get what you would need as 2,500 international units of vitamin D, you would have to consume, wait for it, six and a quarter litres of whole milk, or you'd have to smash 143 large eggs. That's just to reach 2,500 IU of vitamin D. So we either get it in two ways. We either supplement it or we get it through the sun. Now, vitamin D is our happy hormone. There is no mistake. Oh, sorry, Rog, did you say hormone? I did. Vitamin D is actually a hormone. Even though it's called vitamin D, it is a hormone. Now, how do we get it? Well, vitamin D is best obtained through the skin from direct sunlight, which is then synthesized within our body, actually, in our kidneys, and it impacts greatly on our immune system. But it's very important that you understand, because I see people sit out in the sun in the wintertime with sunlight on them going, getting my D. You're not getting your D. Because the sun must be high enough in the sky to get it. Just because the sun is on your skin does not mean that you are synthesizing vitamin D. As a general rule of thumb, your shadow must be shorter than your actual height standing to synthesize vitamin D. So if you're standing up and your shadow is shorter than you, you will be synthesizing vitamin D. If it's longer than you, you will not. If your shadow is longer than you are tall, 
you are not synthesizing vitamin D. It is that simple. Now, the reason for this is because only UVB rays from the sun catalyze the production of vitamin D through the skin. When the sun is lower, those rays are actually blocked by the atmosphere. Clouds also block UVB rays. So the bottom line, the sun must be in the middle of the day, high in the sky for the UVB rays from the sun on your bare skin to synthesize vitamin D. Now, you only need, before anybody at me and yells at me and says, but what about melanoma? 10 to 15 minutes a day is all you need of direct sunshine on your skin. So what I suggest you do is get it. You can get it on the back of your hands, on your arms, on your legs, wherever. Just 10 to 15 minutes before you put your sunblock on and then put your sunblock on and cover up. Vitamin D is so important. Another thing that's important to know is that skin pigmentation also impacts on vitamin D synthesis. The darker your skin is, the less vitamin D is produced. Different cultures, different places have different levels of being able to synthesize vitamin D. It is unique to race and unique to skin color. Now, how can we check? Well, I've got a tip for you. And people that follow me on Instagram will know. There is an app, and it is absolutely fantastic, and it's called D-Minder, as in the letter D, the word Minder, all one word. It's an app, and it's available. It's got a, a, uh, an icon of a sun, and it's available in your app store or Google Play store or wherever, and it is an excellent app. You put in it your skin tone. You put in it, it, it automatically calculates your location, you can open it up and it will tell you exactly what your local window is to get and synthesize vitamin D. The app is phenomenal. It will also continually add up. If you go out and get a bit of sun, it will tell you for the time that you're out there in the sun, how much vitamin D you actually synthesize. I highly recommend that everybody gets hold of the D-Minder app. It is free to use, to test, and it is Location dependent, wherever you are, it will tell you and it can make a difference as to where you are as to what vitamin D that you can actually get. All right, so that's how we get it. Now, what are the benefits of vitamin D? Literally, what is it benefiting? Well, shift workers, well, anybody, have a listen to this. The evidence is very strong that vitamin D improves your immune function. Have you ever noticed, shift workers, how sick you are a lot of the time. This is not only because you're operating outside of your circadian rhythm, but it's also can be because we really struggle to get our vitamin D. So it will improve our immune function. It improves bone health by supporting calcium absorption. Remember, vitamin D supports calcium absorption, strengthens our bones. Vitamin D deficiency is also linked to reducing cardiovascular disease, cancers, irritable bowel disease, and autoimmune disorders. It is also linked to reducing depressive syndromes. It is also potentially improves strength, and it potentially improves fat loss. Okay, so that's where we get it. We can get it from the sun. We can't really get it from food, or we can supplement it. So how much should we supplement? Because you will soon learn that you can't get much outside of in the like in the winter time 
And here in Australia, it's probably from around about May right the way through to uh, the end of July, August, before you can start to synthesize, but very small windows during the day. Now, I highly recommend that you ignore the recommended daily intake here in Australia. In fact, you can ignore it around the world. It is totally insufficient. I highly recommend that people supplement at least 2,000 international units per day. Now, here in Australia, we can only buy them in 1,000 IU lots. So I would recommend that you take two per day. Personally, I take 2,500 IU a day. And I have done for as long as I can actually remember. There is evidence to support no toxicity up to 10,000 international units per day. The good thing about vitamin D is you can actually take it in bolus doses. Now, what does this mean? Well, what it means is you can literally take it once a week. And this is what they do in retirement homes. And this is what they also do in sporting clubs. They give it to them once a week in the whole dose. So for argument's sake, if you were taking 2,000 IU a day, you could literally take 14,000 IU on a Saturday. Remember, it's fat soluble. So you take it, it goes into our adipose cells, and we store it there. Now, if you're found to be severely deficient, then you can literally take a bolus dose of up to 300,000 IU, quite safely. Now, if I go back to the evidence around fat loss, that was at 4,000 IU per day versus a placebo, but I want you to understand that that was coupled with a 12-week controlled resistance training program as well. Don't think that vitamin D is your magic pill for fat loss. It's not. But you can actually do 4,000 IU per day coupled with a resistance training program and evidence supports a fat loss. So remember, this podcast is for general advice and does not factor in any medication that you are currently taking. So before you take any supplements, you really should consult your physician to ensure that they are safe for you to take personally. So there you go. That's vitamin D. To break it down, get the D-Minder app, find out where you can actually get the sunshine. You just cannot eat enough food to be getting vitamin D from your food. Yes, sure, it helps, but you need to be getting vitamin D from the sun. Direct sun, bare skin, 15 minutes a day. And that's a wrap. Okay. I'm talking vitamin D, VD, Victoria Divine. Victoria is my next podcast guest. Get excited. I'm dropping the episode at 6 a.m. on Friday morning, the next episode. That's going to be Victoria Divine. Victoria's got such a story to tell, and I'm really, really excited to get that story out to you. So I ask that you make sure that you have the uh, alerts on, that you follow me. You'll get the alert that the podcast has dropped. It will drop on Friday, and you're going to sit there with your jaw on the ground listening to it. It is phenomenal. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.